This is The Bearing, a weekly podcast from Daily Trust, and I am Muhammad Awal Suleiman. In today's episode, we will be talking about the incessant cases of kidnapping for ransom across Nigeria, especially the Northwest. Has it become a lucrative business? <music> kidnapping is a major problem in Nigeria and is beginning to look like a form of lucrative business that is threatening the safety of all in the country. Katsina is one of the worst affected states. Recently, some worshippers who attended the late night prayers observed during the last 10 days of Ramadan, known as the Hajjut, were kidnapped. One of them narrates her experience. <laughs> They came and met us in the mosque, harassed us and said we should stop the prayer and follow them. I terminated my prayer and said, They came back and saw us standing. They left two of their men to guard us. They asked us to start moving. We trekked from 1 a.m. to about 3 a.m. before we reached where they parked their bikes. We drove on their bikes from 3.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. They asked us to stay with their wives. They chained our legs with padlock. They fed us every day, and they do allowed us to go ease ourselves. And we were pressed under strict supervision. On Tuesday evening, we told them we want to go and ease ourselves. They came to unchain us. In the process, the key fell down. Naima found it and gave me. I hid it by my side. Their boss came and asked us, but we lied to him and told him we didn't see it. They came and told me that I am a hypocrite. They won't allow me go anywhere. They left for long without coming back. When I noticed their absence and total silence in the bush, I told Naima that I will run. I will back her daughter, let her join me so that we can run together. She didn't follow me. I ran away alone and left her. After trekking for about two hours, I heard the sound of motorcycle coming from town. I ran to the bush and hid. When they passed, I came out and continued. After some minutes, I heard the sound of many bikes coming towards me. I ran and climbed a neem tree. I was on the tree when they came looking seriously for me. But God in his infinite mercy, they didn't find me. When I reached Batsari, I entered one house and begged for water. I took my bath and changed clothes in the house. The woman gave her child 200 naira and took me to the motor park. The car I entered got spoiled after police checkpoints. We had to stop. The police asked who I was, and the driver told them my ordeal. They invited their patrol van. I was taken to the hospital for medical checkup and later reunited with my family. That was one of the victims of a kidnapping who managed to escape. Our reporter in Kazuna, Tijani Ibrahim, 
happened to be at the scene a few minutes after Halima and others were abducted. He speaks to us about the fear under which people in the area live. You know, Jibia is one of the frontline local government areas in Kasna State. It's one of the uh, most hit as far as this problem of insecurity is concerned. And the people of the area were able to develop some kind of resilience due to their exposure to the problem. Recently, you may wish to recall that there was an, a failed attempt to kidnap somebody at uh, Magama Town, which is just adjacent to Jibia. And uh, residents were able to mobilize, confronted the attackers, and killed three of them. So they are expecting some kind of reprisal attacks at any time. So they are always uh, on alert. They are able to develop a kind of local intelligence uh, gathering mechanism, if you like, uh, through which neighboring communities communicate to one another about the movements of the bandits and they predict uh, possible target areas. Thank you, Tijani. Kidnapped for ransom by bandits and insurgents is one of the biggest organized crimes in Nigeria and a nightmare to the promising future of the next generation and the prosperity of all. Resistance to kidnapping often results in the death of victims and so thousands of Nigerians have had to pay billions of naira in ransom for their freedom. A Daily Trust report quoted S.B. Morgan, a Lagos-based risk analysis firm, as stating that at least $18.34 million, that is approximately 9 billion naira, was spent to kidnappers as ransoms mostly by families and government between June 2011 and March 2020. The current wave of abductions across the country makes every person a target, regardless of social class or economic status. Unlike the politically motivated kidnappings in Nigeria's oil-rich Niger Delta region in the early 2000s and the abductions perpetrated by Boko Haram in the northeastern part of the country that began in 2009. A security analyst, Senator Irobu, explained why there is a rise in the cases of kidnapping across the country. Kidnapping is not actually a new phenomenon. Just the rate and frequency is for, is uh, huge and um, abnormal. Though it's not a normal phenomenon, but right now is on a highly unacceptable. What is behind the high rate it is now? One is lack of governed spaces or a lot of ungoverned spaces, whereby non-state actors have the free will to exert their um, power and whatever they have on the citizen in a large space, unchallenged. Secondly, it, be, it has become a lucrative economic venture, whereby most people now, like you have the case of former headsmen turned to rustling from rustling, they become bandits kidnapping, making so much money. So as as criminal as it is, as traumatizing as it is, a lot of people make millions. Some people have blamed the increase in number of cases of abduction on the state of economy and the absence of hope that things will get better. What will Mr. Irobu say? 
the, the kidnapping that is going on now is a mix of so many things. It's like an industry whereby a lot of uh, people who are jobless band together going to criminal acts. If you check now, armed robbery is not, is before it used to be armed robbery, but now uh, kidnapping is, is is the same thing. So there are a lot of criminals, jobless people who have entered into it. It's a sign of failed or failing states of things, whereby the state actors are not really in charge of governance. And what are Nigerians saying about the spread of kidnappings in the country? It's relatively becoming unsafer. Personally, I used to travel a lot. I used to like driving around the country a lot. Now, I think it's even worse because now we have to deal with security issues. And even recently, I was hearing about kidnapping as close as Suleja here. Unconfirmed reports too, but it still worries me that it is going on and it seems like too little is being done about it. The constant pattern of violence and the way it has impinged on the average Nigerian's daily life from traveling to visiting relatives to moving goods across even short stretches of the country, I think is right now the main concern on the mind of every Nigerian in the country. And it is a very concerning issue each and every day as people wake up. I think it has severely damaged the president's national security credentials and it's revealed a woefully underfunded and mismanaged Nigerian military and police force. I feel scared. I feel scared not only for myself, but also for my loved ones. You know, you're constantly afraid that you, one day you're going to get that call. We can all go about saying, God forbid, God forbid, this won't happen to me. But the people who were kidnapped, the people who are victims also said, God forbid, it wouldn't be them. But look at what happened. So every single day that we wake up as Nigerians, we're constantly afraid that it might end up being us or it might end up being somebody that we care about. And ultimately, the only thing that we can do is to pray that we never find ourselves in that position where we are either the victims or we are the, the family members or the friends who are waiting for our loved one to come back okay. You know, and then you have these situations where the family has to beg everybody for money just so they can pay for their loved one to be released. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy because you never really know if you're safe or not. But the question that still lingers on the lips of Nigerians is will kidnap for ransom ever come to an end? Don't go away. We will be back shortly. You are still with the bearing from Daily Trust. Today we are discussing the increasing cases of kidnapping and how they are becoming some form of business. Welcome back. Before we went on break, we were asking whether abduction would ever end. Another related question is, what are the security agencies doing to control the situation? Efforts to get the police public relations officer, Mr. Frank Mba, have not been successful. When we first contacted him on phone, he promised to get back to us, but up to the time of compiling this report, he did not. Also, he never picked subsequent calls nor responded to the messages sent to his number. But our defense correspondent, Ido Isamot, has this to say. Presently, the insecurity challenges across the country. It's not the police 
business alone. So every I think everybody is involved and all the security agencies are involved as well. So the police as defense correspondent with what I've seen with police, they actually doing their best in terms of maintaining the internal security across the state. But I will say that their best may not be enough in the sense that they are still prevalent uh, rate of crisis in many states, particularly in the southern region, agitations of the people, of the proscribed indigenous peoples of IPOP. With what police have said in the past, as well as what they are doing differently to ensure uh, the peace returns to the entire country. The newly appointed uh, acting inspector general of police, Usman Baba, actually gave public his articulated mission on how to handle the internal security. So, and part of the things he's trying to is doing, you will note that during the presidential chat, he said it specifically that the rate at which the insecurity is coming may not be unconnected to the scrapping of a special anti-robbery squad. So the special anti-robbery squad, according to him, are the ones that have been trying to manage some uh, aggravated, some high level of security. But since they are no longer there, uh, he said that the, the absence has actually created a vacuum. On whether the security agencies are doing enough, Mr. Irobu has this to say. <laughs> to tell you the truth, they are, they, are, they, are, they are doing their best. So just like the president uh, said, they are doing their best. He told the former Savichi, but your best is not enough. Are they doing their best? Yes. But is it enough? Is not enough. And why is the question? Because there are so many things that are limiting them from making impact. It's just like a drop in the ocean. There are so many security challenges that they are battling with at the same time. And what do Nigerians think? I think that the security agencies can do a lot more to stop this space of kidnapping. For starters is... Um, we have done NIN, we have done a lot of other registration, we can track contacts now, there is technology to track numbers, these kidnappers call from phones, we can track these places and make an example out of people. When we make an example out of one, two, three, four, five, six public, uh, should I say, punishment of kidnappers, a lot of people will start to probably see it differently. Then beyond that, we have to ask, what is the root cause of the general insecurity? A lot of Nigerians know by now that we do have 300 and... So we have mounted that we had 10.5 million children now to 10.5 million out-of-school children. These out-of-school children will become out-of-school adults with very little to make a future out of themselves. And eventually, they will become one of the population, or they could become one of the population that when anything offers itself up to them, it may be good or bad, especially when it has to do with their survival. And it offers them a quick cash, they will take it because survival is automatic, you have to survive. So on that note, the first thing any government should do is try to improve the standard and the life of living in the country. I think the security agencies are severely underfunded in terms of not just manpower, but the equipment that they would need in order to mitigate some of the security challenges across the country. Uh, the country is very large, its borders are unchecked, and there are too few officers either in the police force or the military or civil defense to be able to properly solve all of Nigeria's 
various security challenges. In fact, the fact of the matter is the military should not be involving itself in domestic security situations. They're only here because the situation has gotten out of hand. How can these abductions be ended? There is no doubt for most Nigerians. The most important thing is to end abduction by whatever means possible and to restore peace. This is where we are drawing the curtain of this episode. To get more incisive, analytical, and reaching discussions on issues that affect your lives directly, visit our website, dailytrust.com, or join us on our social media handles on facebook.com slash dailytrust and twitter.com slash dailytrust. On behalf of the production team, I am Muhammad Awal Suleiman. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.